is the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 158 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. Man, Jason, it's been like two weeks since we've talked. Uh, been a while. Yeah, at least on this format. We talked today earlier, but um, yeah, it's been like two weeks since we talked. How you been? How's how's life? How's the family? How's your mom and dad? What? How's your mom and dad? How's that your a- mom and Oh, it's a Southern thing. How's your mom and dad? Dim? Them. D-I-M? Them. Them. <laughs> them. How's your mom and them? Yes. It's a yep, in New York, thing, we would just say, how's you guys? How's you guys? Between you. Great. Can't can't complain. <laughs> how about how about you, Mama Din? They're good. They're good. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. Can't complain. Uh, it's been you know, busy. Getting, yeah, coming down from Labor Day. Yeah, I'm kind of exhausted from all the travel and everything that I've been doing. So I'm glad to be sitting here. I did go to, uh, I didn't didn't tell you about this today. So we had a meetup today just as a quick uh, catch up for those that are listening. The Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors is over at Lewis's house. And Glenn and I did talk and we did the usual, save it for the podcast. Wait, no, don't tell me, save it for the podcast. But the one thing I didn't tell you about is I went to Buffalo Trace Distillery. Yeah, I saw pictures of that. That was interesting. I've never been to a distillery before. And like right next to each other, you've got Buffalo Trace, you've got Bullet, you've got Makers, which is maybe about like 30 minutes away. But they were like mm. all like right there. Awesome. And so we got to tour the warehouses and to see like they put it's maybe about seven stories, eight stories. So they put like the expensive stuff on top of the warehouse because there's more heat. Uh-huh. And the cheap stuff, like the Buffalo Trace, goes on the bottom. And we so got the stuff some... you drink's on the bottom. And oh, the, the stuff st- I drink is on the bottom, yes. <laughs> and the stuff I can't afford is on the top. The stuff you want to drink is on the top. Yeah, and that's the that's the rare stuff. Apparently, there's a whole like, just take what you know about Star Wars collecting and apply it to whiskey, and you've got the same kind of. There's expensive stuff. There's cheap stuff. Some people can only afford the cheap stuff. Some people feel like the more this money they spend, the better it is. And it's just. Yeah, that's that's my neighbor, man. He's got like two, three hundred dollar bottles of whiskey right next to Jack Daniels. So. And the reason he has Jack Daniels is for when Mandy goes over and she goes, hey, I got a Coke. She goes, get the Jack Daniels. Mm. Yeah, I think Makers is better for old fashions, but Buffalo Trace is uh, better for just whiskey in general, in my humble opinion. But anyways. Mm. Uh, it has nothing to do with Star Wars, I guess. Well, but you got, it, to, you got to have something. a fun trip, a fun yeah. little thing while you were out of town. Yeah, is that the only one you went to? Yeah, that's all the time I had to 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 uh, visit because I went to my cousin's house for a little bit. So awesome. it was good. Cool. How was your Labor Day? We just kind of hung out at my in-laws' house. They moved. Uh, they had a um, 
a vacation home, second home up near uh, Helen. And then they finally made the move and sold their house. And uh, so we were up there and they were officially officially live there. They officially live there now. So they don't, there's no more five minute down the street. Hey man, I need help with this. And him come running. That's a blessing. (laughs) Dude, it wasn't bad. Yes. Yes. Him being five minutes down the street is a blessing. Oh, it was. I was going to say the opposite. Like him moving away is a blessing. No, it's not a no. It, truthfully, dude, they we respected each other's privacy, so it was nice. It wasn't, you know, if if they were going to show up or it, it, you know they didn't show up unannounced. So I'm gonna, you know, these are the first in laws I actually like. <laughs> That's a funny <laughs> statement, <laughs> but it's true. These are the first in-laws I actually like, so it's kind of weird having them, you know, gone because uh, you know we'd go over for dinner, uh, you know, a few times a month, or they'd come over here, or you know, if we were busy doing something or whatever, you know. So, um, yeah, so we did that, and of course, the new puppy's like peeing all over everything, and they're getting mad. And I'm like, dude, he's a puppy. What do you want me to do? Puppies doing what puppies do. Puppies do what puppies do. But uh, how, I mean, how old is Canaan at this point? He's, or so he's seven, eight months old. He's he right should, in that. He should be potty trained, right? He's working on it. Our other Sabine, she it took her like a good year of us having her before she quit having accidents. Hmm. So I'm, I'm just like it's, it is what it is, and they're just. We, I was going to bed one night. My mother in law's like. Cain and Pete in the in the bedroom, and I'm like, crap. And then she's pointing it all out. But that was the most annoying part. But you know, I did get to kick her ass on uh, phase ten, so that was fun. She normally kicks everybody's ass on phase ten, and I finally won a game. It took me ten years, but I did it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't beat my wife in phase. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked all their. Ass. It was great because I I'd stuck her with because normally you know. I stuck her a couple of times with like 80 points and normally she's the one sticking me with points. So it was a, it was, it was a moment long remembered in uh, the rebellion. Oh, thank you for bringing back the star Wars there. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I've known my wife 23 years and I don't think I've ever beat her in phase 10, but, uh, I've just diverted it away from star Wars. So I need to bring it back. Well, no, we could, Mandy was like talking to your wife because she's trying to invite her or something and it's on your anniversary, I guess. And yeah. she was all like, oh, my God, they've been together 19 years and 23 years and the your anniversary is on the 23rd. So she was just like getting all confused with numbers. And she's normally really good with numbers. But she was, I think, also kind of freaking out that y'all have like been together 23 years. So Yeah, we met we met 23 years ago today. We're recording this on Saturday night. And then uh, we got married October 23rd. And that'll be 19 years. So next yeah. year's 20. Wow. You doing anything? You got anything planned? I mean, the only thing we really talk about doing i have i told the uh the the grand canyon story on this podcast i can't yeah you did because you guys went and you didn't realize that it was snowing and you couldn't see anything we couldn't see further than 10 feet that's the only thing we've actually talked about but i don't know if we're going to do that the other thing she wants to do is go to disneyland so anywhere between those two maybe vegas you know i'm not no not vegas we've already done vegas but maybe uh i don't know yeah those yeah vegas and disneyland's on my bucket list i'm not a gambler but i think there's enough going on in vegas where i'd have fun with it yeah yeah we weren't gamblers we just went to sightsee and visit the places and after like three days we're like we're done 
Yeah, I've got a buddy that just he goes to Vegas on a whim. He's like, I'm going to go to Vegas this weekend. And he's, he doesn't gamble, but he's like, after three days, I'm good. And I come home and it's all good. You uh, pick anything up fun over the past few weeks? A couple yes, weeks. I did. What? I picked up a lot of things. Oh, the oh. first thing that came in the mail was the Vintage Collection Arc Trooper Arc Commander Blitz. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another one of the 20th anniversary Clone Wars figures. I picked up a vintage Return of the Jedi be- um, baseball hat with Jabba and Salacious Crumb on it. Nice. It's from 1983, but I mean, the appeal there was that Salacious was on it, and I've never seen the hat before. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to someone, they're like, "Yeah, that doesn't come up much." Um, so I picked that up right away. Nice. I picked up the. Um, you remember Make It and Bake It, where you'd put in little crystals into the silver. It looks like stained glass in the end. There's like silver outlines, and then you just pick the little crystals of color, and you put it in between the silver. Out, you're making a face. You don't remember? I I was burping. <laughs> That's what the face was burping. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember and not burp. So, uh, yeah, I kind of remember those. So there was a job and salacious one. I picked that up. Right. So I guess by um, default, you're a Java collector, also. Java, unfortunately. I can't erase his face from most of the swag. It's all Jabba and Salacious <laughs> for whatever reason. All right. Um, I had the opportunity to pick up some Japanese micro machines, Ooh. which are really cool and they're really rare. Uh-huh. Um, they come carded. It's like a maybe like a two by four, two by three carded um packet, I guess. It comes with like Millennium Falcon and Han Solo. Those will be on a card. Uh-huh. Uh, the Tenantee 4 and Leia, um, a Star Destroyer Invader, Lando, and a uh, twin, car, uh, twin car pilot. Mm-hmm. No, twin car. Cloud car. Twin, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Right. That Those ugly ass orange things. I kind of thought they were cool because I always wondered, like, how does that work? Does one person, like, drive and the other person shooting the guns? Are they... Do they have to be like in sync and like turn at the same time? <laughs> you know, it works probably just like smugglers run. run I was going to say up and down and one goes left and right. That was my third option is one go up and down and the second pilot goes left and right. <laughs> but um, yeah, those are kind of rare to pick up. So I was able to find those and, and grab those. I did. I do know that there's an ATST with a, uh, a driver in it. So I think there's like nine ish total. So I have four out of the nine. Nice. Um, those displays did come in that I talked about a couple weeks ago that I picked up on Deal or No Deal, and they're so much bigger than I thought. They're like 47 inches wide and 18 inches tall. I was on <laughs> frameitup.com trying to figure out like how do I get a frame because it's cheaper than going to like Michael's. Yeah. But it's very excited to get those and um come to find out that was that was a steal. What I paid for one is probably what I should have paid for the three each. That I picked well, up. Okay. So and then, you, and as a group, what you paid is what you probably should have paid for one of them. Is what what you, I paid for the group is probably what I should have paid for just one of those displays. There you go. I was making sure we were on the same page, yeah. Jason. And then the last thing that came with that it was just thrown into the the dealer no deal lot was a Toys R Us coupon. So Pizza Hut was running a promo back in the day, like ninety four, ninety five, where um. You get like a pizza or whatever, and they would give you a coupon for micro machines. You would take that to Toys R Us and get a free micro machine. So I was able to get the coupon. I actually have 
the menu from that that promotion too. Oh, wow. So I have I have the coupon and the menu to go with that whole thing. So how many pizzas did you eat when you were younger? I didn't do any of that. We were a Domino's family. We uh-huh. were in a pizza hut. Pizza Hut was way far down the road, and P- and Domino's was right down the road. So yeah, but it was micro machines, man. Yeah, well, my brother and I were not struggling for micro machines. Okay, but that's part of the reason we never went to Pizza Hut. So that's why we didn't get the Salacious Crumb, the Wampa, the Bosque, the um, Cantina Ben, uh, Figure and Dan, Transforming Head Playsets, right. Well, that's why you buy them now and pay way too much for them. That's why I pay 50 bucks per now. <laughs> Did you pick anything up? Uh, it's just a bunch of pre-order stuff, man. The, uh, you know, all the, oh, I did get a chopper bounty collection. I found this little guy, the chopper, the little, uh, I don't know how they, I guess it's, uh, they're extremely cartoony. They're about two inches tall. Yeah. Uh, whatever, not acrylic. They're they're rubbery. They got a bunch of baby Yodas, and they did the, the last run has Chopper, and it's got uh, a loath cat. So I picked my wife up the loath cat. Normally they've done all baby Yodas, but this go around they did Chopper, uh, loath cat, and uh, BB-8 and a baby Ahsoka. So I picked up the loath cat and the Chopper, loath cat for the wife and Chopper for me, and then I did all, all those pre orders on uh of of the uh stuff on amazon the uh you know the sabine bucket which is a year plus out wasn't there two different choppers available in that pack no in that that way in this one no there are there was only i'm showing jason one yeah that's what you have available okay there's a bb8 and a so baby ahsoka and a loaf cat okay right and i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) <laughs> it's okay jason uh but no i basically um i pre-ordered the hera and the all oh, my lego ghost and my lego ahsoka ship came in so i built the ahsoka ship but i haven't built the ghost yet because i haven't had time and that i think is going to take way longer than i want to uh or have time to build uh i think that's it they got tvc hera I pre-ordered that, and I and the Sabine bucket, the play, the the Black Series bucket, which is not going to be out for over a year. So thanks, Hasbro. Yeah, I'm pulling up the Hasbro. Like I, I'm not prepared for this episode because I didn't <laughs> write down the play-by-play for Ahsoka, and there was a, a Hasbro live stream with a whole bunch of new announcements. Yeah. and I am not prepared for that. I'm well, that, yeah, I mean, it was speak. two weeks ago. So, I mean, it is kind of old news, but I also canceled a bunch of my uh, micro galaxy squadron on Amazon. Uh, I was already kind of like contemplating that anyway, because uh, as much as I love the line, it frustrates me. And I'm with the amount of money that I'm spending lately. It, you got to kind of cut corners where you can. And then I guess they were, um, uh, kind of having issues with distribute di- distribution or getting them to the Amazon warehouse. So Amazon was like, Hey, we need attention to all these. And I just canceled everything except for the bomber. Um, just because the tie bomber. Yeah. The tie bomber. So the, what they're, they're still doing the carbonized stuff. There's the Ahsoka oh Tano and the HK 87. Dude, I totally uh because of the they did the fan live stream a few weeks ago. 
And they were like, we listen to the fans. So I'm like, why the do we want this crap? Nobody wants it. Why are you doing it? So mm-hmm. maybe they'll listen to what I have to say. I mean, you've got your Sokas, your Morgan Elsbeth, your HKs, your Sabine. The Chopper was weird because they released Chopper on the old Rebels card pack. Or not yeah. card pack. I'm sorry. It's a the black box. series. It's a yeah. box. Um, Ezra on the Ahsoka box. Yeah, I- yeah, I do have um, a question about that Ezra because it actually has Sabine's lightsaber with him. It doesn't have his lightsaber. I well, don't know. I'll if tell somebody... you the answer. What? Hasbro was too cheap to mold a new lightsaber. <laughs> Maybe it probably is, or somebody messed up and they didn't realize that. Oh man! Oh, here's the lightsaber, and and then they just threw it with that Ezra. So people are like, just... "Are we going to see Ezra in that outfit?" Just feed it to the kids. The kids don't care. They just want to play with their stupid toys. Yeah, why would they care? But it's I did not like order. they I... cry over this content. Dude. That's the voice of the uh the, the Mongol bit Mongol. Mongol? Mongol? The movie Mongol? What is where it? oh the never mind. I thought it was uh Huh? It's Kathleen Kennedy chewing on a, a That's my Kathleen Kennedy impression, <laughs> chewing on a cigar. Our prison mic. I thought it might have been your prison mic. Prison mic, too. You know what the worst thing about prison was? The Dementos. The Dementos. <laughs> I uh, thought that on the Harry Potter ride. I looked at my son, and I'm like, you know what the worst thing about prison was? I go, the Dementos. The and Dementos. like, what? Dude, speaking then, of crying. Dude, speaking of crying. Hera, man, I know I'm probably jumping ahead, but Hera showing up at Disneyland, huh? Oh, okay. No, it's fine. Go. And and then I'm like watching the videos and I'm like getting emotional over watching like some character, somebody dressed up as Hera at Disneyland and then they had Chopper running around with her. And I'm just like watching these videos like, and my wife's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just love these people so much. And then I'm also mad because it's not a Disney world and it's just... You get, I get emotional because yet, yet again, it's like Rebels is finally getting their due. You know, these characters are finally getting the respect they deserve, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Disneyland has Hera and Chopper. They have Ahsoka. They had the Mandalorian and Grogu. They had yeah. Boba Fett and Fennec Shan. And uh, over here on the East Coast, we uh, we get the shaft. Right. They're redoing, well, not a spaceship. They're, they're redoing Test Track. <laughs> yes, <redoing> test track. <laughs> we're getting the uh, Indiana Jones ride finally. Yeah, they finally figured out a way to get you to Animal Kingdom. Well, I went. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's a struggle. It's not like I'm crossing my arms standing outside going, no, I'm not going in. No, I refuse to go to Animal Kingdom. No, I'm not it, going. It smells in there. It smells like poo. <laughs> then we have Star Wars. Yes, you do do that. They don't have Star Wars. I want to go to Star Wars. But now they have Indiana Jones, so I'm yeah. going to Animal It'll only take like five years. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for TVC, what they announced, and I, again, I haven't written this down, so they have an HK, yep. Assassin Droid, Morgan Elsbeth, mm-hmm. and what was the third? They had three announcements. Was it Hera? It was Hera, and then they the TVC. Did they do? Did they announce the uh, Morak? Is that his name? Merrick. Merrick. Merrick was okay. So Merrick was a Black Series reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Hu Yang was a Black Series reveal, so I am a couple ways behind. Right. Anyways, uh, there was like six reveals for Black Series. There was three for the Vintage Collection. It all sucks. There's no, there's no vehicles. There's nothing yeah. cool with that. Uh, the Ghost funded. Yeah, twenty with just shy of twenty two thousand. All tiers unlocked. Yep. Um, you could you could break that down to say like, have the speculators learn their lesson because with the Razor Crest it was twenty eight thousand. There's a couple things. So have yeah. the speculators learn their lesson. You know, we would go to the toy shows, and one guy would be selling the Razor Crest for you know five six hundred bucks. You'd go to the next booth, the guy would be selling it for five six hundred bucks, and it really was like. You guys, you didn't need to buy these. Right. Um, so have the speculators learn their lesson. They've decided not to to back these things because they're just going to sit on the shelves and collect dust. Or have, uh, I guess, pl- B here would be that the Rebel fans are, Star Wars fans are not as expansive. And so half of the group said, you know, we're just going to back the the ghost. And the other half said, you know, it's not something that resonates with me, so I'm not going to back it. So that's why there's a significant decrease decrease in, in backers. Or is Star Wars softening to the point where it's like people are starting to back out? And they're like, I don't know. I, I think it's a combination of all three. Hmm. Because I, I, you know... Yeah, you're right. Every time I see either the the in, any of the GI Joe has labs, the Proton Pack, or the Razor Crest, it seems like they're only selling for a hundred or two dollars more than they were selling. Uh, you know, than the campaign. Um, I think Star Wars. Uh, what did you say? The other like Rebels didn't resonate with people. I agree with that. Uh, you know, we had to enough twenty two thousand people to to buy the Ghost, but uh. You know, I don't know, you know, it's been, unless there are people like me I mean, that are really into it, I, I just don't know. I don't know um, what the issue was uh, as far as that goes. Um, sorry, turning down my hearing aid because I heard my wife and it was annoying me. Uh, not annoying me, it was just distracting me because I was trying to listen to her conversation instead of listening to our conversation. Oh. So I'm going to shut that down. Um, so unless they were people like me who've been waiting 10 years for the ghost. Uh, then yeah, uh, or and then there was a lot of people that were like six hundred bucks is a lot of money. I mean, yes, it was five hundred, but you were getting close to six, um, after shipping and taxes. And then guess what? You got to pay another probably fifty dollars for Sabine and Chopper. So, um, I think that played into it too. I think if they would have added Sabine and Chopper in on like a twenty-two thousand tier, just thrown it in at the last minute, I think it would have hit twenty-three, twenty-two thousand. Uh, sorry, you know, I meant to, I meant to say 22,000 and, uh, I think people would have been a lot happier you might've had more people you might've sold more if you would have just sold, uh, you know, thrown Sabine and Chopper in there. Uh, but as far as star Wars softening, I see that everywhere, man. I see it at shows that it's not selling as good. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think, I think star Wars is softening. Yeah. I wonder if we had peak, uh, uh, membership, not membership, but hobby ship i don't know like the peak number of people in the hobby and in, in revenge of the sith mm-hmm. it's been on a de- decrease ever since right and i think it's gotten really really soft lately and i think this is just proof to that so like 
the the only thing that kind of throws this off is that people could buy up to five ghosts. Right. And so you can't go back and, and do the math and try to figure out, well, you and I only bought one. So how many other people bought one versus how many people bought five to throw in their stores? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Well, and, and you also got to realize that you're, you know, if you're buying one to flip, you have that $600 tied up for a year plus. That's well, it's a, not tied up because you pay for it now. Right. But what I'm saying is it tied up is your way. You've got that money. It's not sitting out there, but you've paid some paid $600 on something and you don't have it for a year. So you have to wait a year plus to get your 600 to hope to get your $600 back. The value of your $600. The value of your $600 yes. back. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I congratulate you. I'm happy for you. I dude. know this is something you've been wanting for years. You've got, you've got the entire, almost the entire crew coming. Um, I didn't think that based on just the number of people that are seem to be leaving the hobby and Star Wars softening, I didn't think we did 17,000. We did. Zeb is coming for you. So I'm very excited for you. I'm excited that Chopper and Sabine are coming in series season four of Rebels. Yeah. They, they showed a, uh, Oh, excuse me, showed a silhouette of Sabine, and it's like, that's season four Sabine right there. Uh, and, go sorry. ahead, do it. No, I, and I was I followed uh, Emily from the Vintage Collection on Instagram, and she did make a little disclaimer at the bottom of her post that she'll have a removable head. Mm-hmm. So you won't have nice. the oversized thing, so you can remove Sabine's head and pop in a new head. That'll be so. nice. Um I guess we'll see. We'll see. Everybody's asking. They're like, when are those going to come out? When are those going to release them? I'm like, dude, they don't even have the the concept art for them yet. Or they do, but they haven't, you know, they haven't. Yeah. They're the make believe that they hadn't even planned on, uh, you know, any any hint that they were going to release them until people said, hey, guys, you messed up. Mm-hmm. I guess they were too busy doing carbonized uh, Ahsokas. Why are they still doing carbonized <laughs> It is the joke of the hobby. I've never spoken to anyone who said, you know what I need to get right now? Carbonize the Soka. Let's go. Yeah. Dude, they they were cool when they first came out and because they were something different. And then they just kept going and going and going with them and they overdid them. You know, when they did the when they did the Boba Fett and they did Mandalorian, those were cool. Stormtrooper. And the Stormtrooper. And then when they just kept they should have stopped at like half a dozen of them and then been done with it. And now they're, had they done a baby Yoda yet? They, they, they haven't done it. They haven't done a Grogu yet. I'm sure that's oh, coming. Shh, shh, don't give them ideas, please. <laughs> Next we thing know, you know, as heard know, on the smugglers galaxy podcast, we know they listen to us in the Hasbro war room. So please stop giving them ideas. Yeah. They totally listen to us, man. Well, we're getting the VC 66 release. So oh, are, yeah, that's right. it's Something. only because of us. I, I think it's because we weirded out Emily at uh, celebration, and she was like, "These are." <laughs> She's like, "I don't need to talk to them again. Just give them what they want, so they can leave me alone." <laughs> yeah, she said something. I mean, she wrote it down, and she said something about VC sixty five. No, <laughs> go either sixty six or sixty seven with the mouse droid. Don't go down. We don't want that. Oh, I, I also forgot something else. I picked up today. I picked up a. Uh, Mandalorian oh, yeah. uh pencil thing for pencil thing for my for my office. Uh, Hector Hilario from uh, the DC group made uh moonshine peach moonshine 2021. 
Yeah. Or the summer social and Tim brought that and it's something that I wanted. But <laughs> when you look at that peach, it looks like it's uh, an embryo in in glass. And if you think I'm <laughs> exaggerating, no, it's pretty. You come to my house, you look at it. It looks like an embryo in, in glass. So yeah. I'm not going to be drinking that anytime soon, but it is part of the collection. Yeah. I'm, I need to go look at mine and see how bad it's uh, faded or wilted. I would imagine it's the same as what you saw. Probably, it probably is. That was pretty bad. You're not going to want to drink it. <laughs> no, you'd probably fall on your ass. It's probably, you're probably going to die. Yeah, probably. And uh, and uh, Lewis is smelling more and more like Lando these days. Yeah. He won some uh, Lando alone from Celebration yeah. 5. <laughs> was that like an actual like store thing? Yeah. Just oh, like the Slacious Clock. This was uh, This was another item that they offered. Wow. Hello there. Well, hello there. How are you doing? (laughs) Would you like to smell like Lando today? Yes. You you do belong with us here in the clouds. And it was like 10-year-old cologne, so it smelled Mm. like 10-year-old cologne. It is uh, very strong. Yeah. Smelled like an old lady. Uh, It makes skunks run. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm happy for you. I was... Yeah, go ghost. We were talking about the ghost. I was a little disgusted with uh, some of the things I was seeing online. They were like keeping score against the Black Series, like TVC three, Black Series zero, in in terms of the number of uh, Haslabs that went forward. And again, we're just one community, people. We don't need to be at each other's throats, being uh, bragging at each other, or looking down on people like. Star Wars as a whole needs to be healthy. And so when right. the Black Series fails, the vintage collection fails just because it's associated with Star Wars. Right. I um, wish people would see that. Yeah, and 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 they needed the ghost. People don't realize that the ghost needed to uh do what it did or all has Star Wars has labs were gonna suffer from here on out. Yeah. Cause if the ghost didn't fund, we would not be getting another Haslab uh Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they, you know, the Rancor had its issues and we've talked about it. We, you know, price was an issue with the Rancor. They screwed up marketing of that. And uh, then the lightsaber was just a, a dead out in the water right out the gate because everybody was like, why? Well, I don't want a $500 lightsaber on a character I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So I think if they, if they, they, there was a lot more they could have done with that lightsaber. Uh, they could have done something different. They could have done the Grand Inquisitor's lightsaber even. And I think it would have, uh, done better than, than, uh, Reba's lightsaber. Or done a two pack with Obi-Wan and Anakin, but they already did that. I don't, there was, there, there was a lot more. I, I can't believe that one made it through, truthfully. Which one? The Reba's lightsaber. Well, it made it through to the point where they were offering it as Haslab, you mean? Yes, correct. Yeah. That they offered. I can't believe it made it through to the point where they offered it. Because, you know, yeah. I would have like, if I was in that meeting, I'd have told them they were all a bunch of idiots. Been like uh, Tom Hanks in the, uh, in the, in big when they tried doing the, the robot building. <laughs> yes. The, the robot that transforms into a building. Yes. The Reva lightsaber is equivalent to that. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then with 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 uh, the Rancor, if they would have just waited, if somebody all they needed was somebody at Lucasfilm to look at him and go wait two months, yeah, not That's, even two months, right? 
It was like three weeks later, and the Rancor appeared on the book of Boba Fett. Right. They could have included a tier of uh, a nose ring and a harness for Boba Fett to sit on. That could have been like a tier perfect. And then they could repack the Black Series Boba Fett. Right, and people would have gone ate crap over it. So it, it does seem like Hasbro and um, Lucasfilm aren't together on on stuff because you would think that they at least be able to say, hey, we're, we're going to do the ghost. When should we end it? Because yeah, there's, yeah, they're it, a little out of sync. Yeah, because it, it literally it showed up for like five minutes in uh, Ahsoka, the last episode that it could. And it's like, thank God it showed up in the, you know, for five minutes in Ahsoka, because I think that's what kind of pushed it over the edge. You think that was it? I don't think that was all of it, but maybe because people, you know, I actually I think it was all my posts saying, you know, back that to ghost. It. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with that. It's like, you really think it's Ahsoka? Because I think it's you. <laughs> yes. Just like we got VC66. You got VC66 re-released. I got the ghost funded. <laughs> Again, it's playing in the Hasbro war room. They're listening to us right now. So it's like. Hey, Emily and Patrick, how you doing? They got to be doing great. Chris, <laughs> Chris is another one. Chris. Chris Reif. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can never remember the Black Series guy's name. Uh, Jen, she's the marketing director yeah, right now. And, and there's that one guy that always just kind of stands there. Is that Chris? There's like a, t- a tall guy. That's yeah. It's that either Ben or Eric. You can't, I can't you're remember his name yeah. every single time. I have this problem, and then it's like, oh yeah, that's his name. You'll be emailing me later, dude. I remember his name. Three weeks later, it's like, oh, I forgot his name again. You could tell me, you could tell me right now his name is whatever, and unfortunately, I'll remember it. Right, I won't remember it three weeks later. Oh, damn it, Jason! Incredibly talented people at Hasbro. Right, uh, just stop making the uh, carbonized crap. Right. Hey, you know what they should do? Carbonized selfie series. Cricket, cricket, <laughs> cricket, cricket. <laughs> No. Hey, 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 hey. Did you what? know? Wait, when you mean carbonite, do you mean like actual carbonite? No, I mean like the carbonized, like the colored, the colored, no. yeah. Cricket, cricket. Cricket, cricket, cricket. cricket. Hey, did, did you speaking, did you know that uh Luke Skywalker, when uh he, after he sold his land speeder, he needed to get more money? <laughs> so he went to the rodeo and you know yeah. what Ben Kenobi told him? Uh no, what did Ben Kenobi tell him, Glenn? Use the horse. Yeah, use the horse. Thanks, Lewis. That was Lewis's dad joke. <laughs> it's funny because he was like, he did trivia. He asked two questions for trivia. And then the third question was this. Oh. Everyone's looking around like, wait, I don't I don't remember this. I, I, I'm like, guys, it's a joke. It's a setup. <laughs> you just got to think what the joke uh, answers right. or what the payoff is. It was a good time. Uh, yeah. We did another uh, run, running through the woods. Yeah. Looking dude, for frog eggs. It's a long story. <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to get into it. <laughs> but we were looking for frog eggs. It was great just hanging out. Yeah. And, uh, it was cool. I mean, and, I, and I hate to be like, you know, there, well, another good sign that Star Wars is softening is look at the, I mean, I look at the people that we're having at meetups. I mean, when you were getting close to 20 people and within the last year, we're getting like less than 10. Yeah. It kind of and breaks the heart. It really does. It 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 really it hurts. Uh, but I don't know what I don't know how to fix that. 
You can't. You just got to do your best with what we have and try to build a community. Right. And that's um, what we do. I mean, that's everything we do, man. We just keep going. And uh, it's it's not a click because I'm really I'm open to everyone. I'm looking to make friends with whoever wants to show up and, and enjoy Star Wars with us. It's right. not it's not closed off. I'm not like, I'm sorry, I'm not accepting any uh, friend applications right now. You need to go wait over there by the Star Wars sign or whatever. Right. We're not like, ooh, you don't collect vintage or you don't do this. You like Star Wars? Cool. Come on. Have some fun. Exactly. Exactly. So do you want to like, uh, is there anything else we need to talk about before we get into like the last two episodes of Ahsoka? Am I missing something? Are you setting something up here? I don't think so. I just want to make sure uh, that we, you know, there's nothing that we missed. No, I don't think so. I think it's just, oh, I did yes. pick up. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about this from a certain point of view. Return uh, of the Jedi. It's the 40 stories from yes. Return of the Jedi. And I love it so far. Yes. Um, the first episode, the first episode, the first story is about Moff Jerjerod. Uh-huh. Jared. I don't know how you pronounce it, but you know, he's got one line. We'll double our efforts. Uh-huh. And it's a chapter about him figuring out how they're going to double their efforts. And it actually ties into the movie. So nice. I like that. I like that. They do explain the second chapter is about Max Rebo. Uh-huh. And they do explain how Max Rebo lives from the sail barge. So that is Max Rebo. We can confirm that in Canon in the Mandalorian or book of Boba Fett. Nice. And then, um, the third story that I've read so far is about EV99, who we see in the Mandalorian serving bar at the cantina. Right. So it takes you from like, it's like connecting things from Return of the Jedi to the Mandalorian. So there's like some retconning going on and it's interesting. And and I've, like I said, I've only read three chapters so far, but I love it. And right. So far, I can recommend it. Did they uh, change something in it? They rename anything? Yes. <laughs> Thanks for going there, Glenn. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going, but no. you stopped talking about it. So, no. I, you know, I kept waiting for you to mention it. So uh, I'm not going to go. We're not going to say it. We're not going to say it. I can't say it. We're no. Not okay. It. I won't say it. They don't say it in Star Wars, but they just say it in content. So I think we all know what kind of music the uh, Cantina band played. We're not going to go there. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Yeah. And so I just actually just Jason likes to page. pretend that there's kids in the car listening. There's to kids us. in the car. And uh they've renamed it Jats, J A T Z. And so I did some I did some research. Uh-huh. And I can't I don't find anything that said like Star Wars is renamed so and so to Jats. Uh-huh. And if you look it up, it's like so and so is a type of Star Wars music. Jats is a type of Star Wars music. I have a feeling like they've renamed uh, A to Jets. If you know what I mean? It used to have two Zs, not a T and a Z. It had yes. two Zs. And an I. And an I. Oh. This is spelled J-A-T-Z. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was just like, it took me out of the story because for the longest time, it was the biggest like joke. Like, <laughs> why'd, you, <laughs> why'd you name it that? Where, right. Did you not know? No, probably George Lucas was just like, we're going to name it this. And... It's like Beavis and Butthead reading. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did that just say what I think it said? But 
<laughs> yeah, I like the book. Cool. I bought it on a whim. Uh-huh. I need to re- I need to read the Empire one. Yeah, I've got the one for A New Hope, and I'm about halfway through it, but I just ended up reading other things and never went back to it. I guess I need to. It was a good book because it is. It kind of fills in the spaces. It's sort of like, uh, gosh, what is like? It, it just it fills in all the little spaces on uh, in the Star Wars universe. Yes, same with this, but like I said, it connects back to the Mandalorian, which is cool. Which is cool. Which hey, that's what Dave Filoni's doing. Everything's gonna be Ahsoka. The Max Rebo one was like. I mean, in the middle of the story, I was like, really? This doesn't seem like a Star Wars story, but mm. the rest of it was good so far. Two out of three ain't bad. No. Hey, somebody and, should uh, write a song about that. Yeah. Anyways, back to Ahsoka. We've got 15 minutes left of this episode. <laughs> um, Like I said, I didn't write down my play-by-play, so we'll just talk about it. Episode two, they open you, up with that whole scene. You mean episode on- three? Episode three. Yes. Episode three. Written by Dave Filoni. I think it was directed by Steph Green. I think so. Um, I can't remember what it's titled. You know what it is in the Time cars. to fly. Is that what it's called? Yeah, time to fly. And uh we see um Ahsoka trying to train Sabine. Um, there's a blast shield was down kind of thing. And I like those plays off of what we've seen before in a new hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so what's going on with Sabine? Let's just <laughs> Sabine is not a force user, but she's training her like a force user. And spoiler alert, episode four, you've got Jason. I was gonna say, what's his name? Oh, wait, here's my name. Jason Sindula saying, I've got a bad feeling. He's the right. one that Ahsoka should be training. He should He's be the Jedi. He should be. I don't I I but then there's also a part in there where she's like, I don't need her to be a Jedi. I need her to be uh, her. So why is she training her to be a Jedi? I, I guess the that's force. the only way she knows how to train somebody. But Sabine has no inclination for the the, the force. I mean, she was trying to fight uh, Shin Hati and she tried to use the force at one point and Shin just like <laughs> threw herself back and so yeah we're mixing up three and four just well we, when we get back to that part I'll, I'll tell you we'll we'll go from there but i've already said what never mind i already said what i'm gonna say so let's go but anyways i like Did you that see the scene. meme there's a meme of of uh that uh, what's the what's the character's name the 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 robot the droid who yang Hu Yang, there's a picture of Hu Yang. There's a meme of Hu Yang talking to Ahsoka. And he's like, I had a, a youngling sneeze on me one time, and I had more Metachlorians on me than Sabine does. I haven't seen that one. I've seen something similar, but <laughs> it's not word for word, but that's the gist of it. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> that's harsh. It is. Um, yeah, but she was training, and and I expected like the black her to be like, I can see a thing with the blast shield down, and it was it was the same same uh, feeling. Uh, I did I kind of liked the way that she trained her, you know, because she was kind of walking around and and you know would tap her on the shoulder, and then Sabine was like, okay, I'm gonna kick your butt, and then all of a sudden it it, it felt like Sabine was getting it because one time she did you know hit it right, and and Ahsoka was where Ahsoka either purposely was where Sabine was going to be or she Sabine's, you know, 
got it right. And I don't know which one it was because Sabine ended up getting her butt kicked. Yeah. And I do have something. I got a question about all that, where they're training and everything. Do you think it's gross that they're eating on the floor? No. Because when they hit the table, the table is in the floor. No. <laughs> no. I just thought it was, you're like, man, that's cool. And then you think about it and you're like, dude, they're eating on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Why you make that face? I try not to think about that. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Don't pay now, attention to that crap. Now you're gonna, but you know what? I don't Hold think on. we're going to see that ship much anymore either. So You think it's going to blow up? Is that what you're I don't think to? it's going to blow up. I think it's just going to sit on the on the surface of the uh of that planet. Um, something happens between yes. then and when the attack on Cetos happens. Right. What do you mean? So they pull out of hyperspace and then there's these vehicles that look like World War II bombers. Yeah, flying in. total World War II bombers. And uh, there's a whole fight sequence that reminds me of A New Hope. Mm -hmm. Instead of Luke Skywalker, you got Sabine. Um, I, I did thought like I how, really was expecting don't get cocky, kid, but we didn't get that either. I did like how Ahsoka at one point leans on Sabine and says, you know, what do you need? Instead of saying... Let me tell you what you what I what you need to do right now. Mm -hmm. You tell me what uh, I need to do to help you make to become successful. They they finally were starting to learn to work as a team. And then uh, they fly down to Cetos. Um You missed oh, the there thing. Was a whole, the there whole was a whole Wars. scene of them getting into yes. the ring, trying to get information from the ring. Yes, they go towards the ring. I'm I'm doing this by memory, man. Dude, I'm helping you. I'm here to help you, man. We'll get but through this also, together. There's also the scene where Ahsoka jumps out of the ship, which right. like screams Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, if you've never seen an episode of the Clone Wars, uh, what you just saw was a good representation of what the entire series was. Right. Same thing with Crazy Rebels. Things. There was a lot of space fighting in Rebels. Yeah. So it was cool to see Ahsoka go out there. It's cool to see Ahsoka kind of put her faith into Sabine and know that no matter what, Sabine, Sabine has her back and will save her. You know, she's right. floating out through space, and it's like, great, uh, come save me. Right. Did you fix the ship? That was total Clone Wars uh, yeah. Ahsoka. Did you fix the uh, ship? And uh, they go closer to the hyperspace ring, and uh, Hu Yang is doing scans to try to figure out basically what everybody already knows. There's a giant hyperspace ring developed to go to another galaxy yeah, so they can get uh, thrown out of exile. Yes. As they kind of go down towards Cetos, that's where we see the Purgles come out of the clouds. Um, a lot of people were putting a lot of faith into, you know, Shin Hati was following Sabine and Ahsoka. Uh, Merrick was looking out the window going, oh, look at the pretty Purgles. And people were thinking possibly that means that that was Ezra. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I have another theory about that. But we'll spoiler alert, it's not. It's not Ezra. But what was your theory? Um, there is um, in Rebels. There's uh, when they meet Darth Maul. There is a Inquisitor that looks very similar to Mardok, Murdoch, 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 and he kind of disappears. He did. He runs away, and people are thinking that that's that Inquisitor. That he's that Inquisitor. Oh, you I have to heard kinda, that. Yeah. Well. Dude, there's so many freaking theories running around the the internets and TikTok over this stuff. Um, yeah, it was fun 
giving it to you today because giving me talking about it today because you're just like, no. We can get into that. We'll, get we'll into save that. it. We'll, we'll save it. That. We'll get into we'll that. It. Yes. I'm not the only one screaming out no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically where the episode ends. Their ship gets shot down and they land in the middle of the forest and uh, they shut off all their systems as Merrick and Shinhati fly overhead. And that's basically where it ends. Right. It's a short episode. I was really disappointed in that. I, I When I first saw it, I was. Uh, I did uh, have a moment um, Labor Day weekend. Uh, my wife and her mom went to church and I hung back to help my uh, father-in-law with the dogs because I didn't want him to scream and holler and everything. And uh, so I watched. I had nothing. It was either I was going to watch this or I was going to watch The Office. And everybody hates when I watch The Office because it, they're like, I'm so tired of hearing the theme song every half hour. Screw so them. Yeah, dude, they get so mad. Screw them. Uh, yeah, that's what that I... Is- the perfect comedy. I will never see a better comedy in my life than The Office. Right. And I'll sit there and you see the cold opening and you know exactly. So you start laughing about stuff you hadn't seen yet. And they're like, what are you laughing about? I'm like, just wait, you'll get there. And my wife will laugh at it. But she's like, I can't stand watching two, three hours of it at a time. And I'm like, you, you're just. I love you. I love you. I love yes, you. I love you. Exactly. Uh, but but they like Comedy Central would play on Sunday mornings would just loop it. So I'd set it on Comedy Central and nobody would say anything until like two hours later. And they're like, why the, are we watching The Office? I'm like, because nobody took the remote away. I'm curious because you've named your dog Sabine. You love Sabine. Um, the characterization of Sabine, we're just covering the first three episodes here. Mm-hmm. is completely different. You know, she's in a different space, much like Obi-Wan, actually, right. who's broken down. Uh, she lost her found family. She lost her brother. She lost her mother. She lost Kanan. Zeb's left her. She's all alone. So this is a completely different version of Sabine that we saw in Rebels. You know, what are your thoughts about Sabine so far? Don't um, cry. Don't cry. Up until the end of the fourth episode, I was pretty excited with where she was going. Um, and I'm still not, I'm not, a, I'm still a Sabine fan. Don't, don't take it the wrong way. Uh, I'm happy with it. She would, I think they're playing her exactly as they should, which is somebody who lost everything. Uh, And then in the fourth episode, you kind of figure out why she's acting the way she really is. She's lost everything twice though. Right. So, I mean, I can see why she wouldn't want the fame and fortune and everything that comes with being a rebel leader, uh, you know, and run away from it. And, you know, I, I, like I said before, her they're them introducing her on that speeder bike with the punk rock music was was Sabine. That was my that was Sabine. That's that's the reason why I love her. You know, she's a little rebel artist in punk rock and or as punk rock as you can get in Star Wars, I think. Yeah, probably. Uh I and I've also I've got to take it's same thing with Hera and same thing with Ahsoka. I've got to take all these things with a grain of salt because it's a different character. Even though they're the same character, it's just a live action version. And if I sit there like a nerd and be like, she didn't do this right and didn't do that right, you're not going to enjoy, um, not going to enjoy what's happening in the moment. But so I'm happy with to... it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to move the show along. Yeah. Now that so, I've got your answer. But yes. Um, so anyway, back to the the watching it. And I watched all three episodes back to back. And it read very well when you watched them or felt it worked very well when you watched them back to back to back. It was like there's a two no, hour movie. 
there's no fat right there's a lot of just streamlined well edited it's just i wish it was longer than 37 minutes at just... the moment at the moment i was pissed that it yeah. ended so fast because i was like oh my god um but then when you watch them i think this is going to be a binge worthy uh series when it's over with it'll it'll be a series where you could sit down in a day or two and watch it back to you know watch the whole thing yeah um yeah. but anyway and I, and I was also like my father-in-law was sitting down and watched a little bit with it and he goes did i hear her say sabine and i'm like yes because my dog's named sabine and i'm like that's who she's named after and then i'm also sitting there going please please don't please don't watch me cry Please don't he's watch doing, me cry. He's doing, yeah, he's doing the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, the, meme, like Sabine. Yeah, so I heard that. Is, is that her? I'm like, yes, that's her. Um, episode four again was written by uh, Dave Filoni, uh, directed by Rick. Someone, I'm doing this by memory. Apologize, me. I apologize. Uh, I don't know. But there's a whole cool scene about them trying to fix the the ship, mm -hmm. and uh, HK killers come out, and Hugh Hu Yang is. Like defending the ship against the HK killers. Rock'em sock'em robots. Yeah, that was cool. And uh he actually uh shuts down all the power to the ship to signal to Sabine and Ahsoka that, you know, danger's outside. Um Ahsoka and Sabine come out and he makes a comment like you work better together after right. this whole fight sequence. And it really shows that Sabine and Ahsoka are stronger together. They're yep. able to kick ass, they complement each other. Um when they go separate ways and they go off on their own, as we see at the end of this episode, um, that's that's a big problem. They yep. they break down. Yeah, um, yeah, I really enjoyed because it's like the first time we got to see live action Sabine in her full uh, armor. So that was that was a fun scene. Uh, she was a, she was using her gauntlets, uh, you know, to pull and pull people and. That was a that the the episode four. This episode is the best episode uh, um, of the series so far, and I say so far because we hadn't even gotten into episode five yet. Yeah, we're halfway yeah. there. We're, well, no, because episode five they're doing they're showing it in theaters. They're doing fan events and showing it in theaters. You're like something big is going to happen. There's no yeah. way they're not going to do that without having an oh crap moment well, or several oh crap moments that I mean, you're yeah. going to want to see. I'm so. Jealous of those people getting to see that in a theater. And the closest one's Orlando, and I'm not driving to Orlando to see that in a theater, even though well, it's very tempting. Well, well, I mean, I was just, I just, yes. can I, can I, can I, can I finish? Can I finish? Go for it. Do I don't it. remember what I was going to say. Oh, fine. Sorry. But, uh, working better together. Oh, I remember. Yeah. So, uh, Filoni described this whole thing as a samurai adventure. And up until this point, up until episode four, I was just like, I don't feel it. But this one seemed like an incredible samurai story. Mm -hmm. uh, Have you not so heard any of the samurai-inspired Star Wars theme music? No, guess not. Listen to the theme next time. It's total samurai Star Wars. Yeah, but a theme. Yeah, no, I hear. I know. I hear what you're saying, but I right. mean, like, as far as storytelling. It really hasn't felt like a samurai story up until this episode. Right. I, I think the last three episodes was was ground was uh set in the table. Um Ahsoka faces off with Merrick and Sabine again faces off with Shinhati. Yep. 
and uh, we can break those down real quick with them each separate. You know, I think let's let's talk about Sabine and and Shinhati because you talked about this. You wanted to get into it when yeah. Sabine tries to use the force, right? And Shin kind of flink uh, uh, retreats back because she's afraid of what's about to happen, and nothing happens, and that's when Sabine uses her gauntlets. She was like, "I, you don't have the force," and I'm like, "But she's a Mandalorian," and it boom, yeah, she goes with the gauntlet because that's what the Mandalorian armor does. It the compete it replicates um, Jedi, it's so they can fight Jedi. Wasn't there a comment somewhere that I like? Jed, uh, Mandalorians are very, very rarely Jedi. Yes, like it's extremely uh, Hu, Hu Yang rare. Said it. Hu Yang says it. Okay, right. It's extremely rare for a Mandalorian to become a Jedi. Right, because they're they're uh, common. They're enemies. So I just don't understand why Ahsoka just just keeps trying with Sabine because it's like she's got no inclination for the Force. I don't know. I, I the only thing I can think of is she's a Mandalorian and can handle a sword. So she wants to train her to handle a, a lightsaber. Um, I don't know. But then there's stories of like Boba Fett using a lightsaber and other Mandalorians using lightsabers. So is that EU though? Or is yeah, that... it is EU. It's... Okay, it's old EU. Yes, legends. It's legends. So it doesn't count. Although, like, but Dave Filoni is bringing so much crap back from the EU. And there was a there was a line in here in uh, from a certain point of view. I cannot remember for the life of me. I should have made a made a little no- annotation where they f- quickly folded something in from old EU into the new EU. It was like something. I'll have to go back and look. And I'll report back in the next episode of the Smokers Galaxy podcast. And then uh, Ahsoka fights uh, Merrick. Uh, twist ending. Uh, it doesn't seem like Merrick is anyone because she was able to slice him in his abdomen, and some green smoke comes out because he must be some sort of repossessed night brother or something like that. I mean, we haven't seen the mask off, so it could still be Ezra, but I think the assumption I, is that it's no one. Yeah, he's dead. He did. Is he dead or is he just the spell broken? I think he's dead. The way, because if you watch, it happens really, really fast. If you watch when the smoke comes out of him, he shrinks. The armor, his arms shrink. Um, I may be imagining that, but I saw it shrink. I mean, look what happened with Sabine. She got sliced with the lightsaber and she's still living. So America can still live. Everyone can live. You get hit by a lightsaber, you live. No, you so live and you live. You, live. And you, you get live. to live, except Qui-Gon. Oh. You dead. Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon dead. I love after that episode, people were like making body charts. Like <laughs> Sabine was hit here. Maul was hit down here below the abdomen where all of his organs were intact. And Qui-Gon was right here where there's no way he could survive. And it's like, guys, chill out. It's still not. Anyways, um, moving on. Uh, so Ahsoka faces off with Balon. Um, there's some history there. Balon seems to know. And, and Narayan kind of, Narayan and I kind of went back and forth because Balon seems to know that Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader. Right. But there is a Legends, no, sorry, an EU novel about Leia called uh, titled Bloodline. Mm-hmm where she wrestles with the fact that she is Darth Vader's daughter. And if the, the universe found out that one of the leaders of the galactic or the new Republic was also related to Darth Vader, that would not have good optics. So she tries to keep that a secret for as long as possible, but the secret does come out. Right. 
So I just assume that the secret's out, and that's how Balon knows what happened to Anakin. Yeah. Maybe. Um, uh, Narayan floated the theory that Balon saved Shinhati from Order 66 and saw that Anakin was killing younglings. So, I mean, that's that's perfectly viable, and maybe we'll see that happen, but... They've got a long space like strip ahead of them, so yeah. I feel like the secret's out. Yeah. Um, but there's a whole scene where uh, Ahsoka and Balon are fighting. Uh, Sabine um, seems to lose. And Ahsoka assumes that uh, Sabine has fallen. And so she... Um... Refresh my memory because <laughs> I'm feeling here. <laughs> well, Sabine, I, I think what happens is uh, Shin Hate take, takes off. And, and I don't know if she knocks Sabine out or whatever, but she takes off and goes after uh, Balin and Ahsoka. And uh, Ahsoka assumes that Sabine had, had uh, perished. And that's when Ahsoka takes off without her helmet, which yes. Dave Filoni, what the hell are you thinking, man? Mandalorians do not leave their buckets behind. But, and so uh, here's here's the problem. Um, you know, she sees Ahsoka fly over the edge of the falls or the, the well. Let, let me before we get into that, I, let's talk about the. I, I enjoyed the 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 duel. Felt very samurai because it felt like the like. Uh, Balin would take a would do a move, and then Ahsoka would. Then it was Ahsoka's turn to take the lead. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, like a an attack. So Balin would attack, and then he give gave Ahsoka a chance to attack, and then they just went at it. So that felt that that was that was very samurai ish, uh, samurai movie ish. I think. Um, yet again, Ahsoka involved in a really cool lightsaber lightsaber battle. So we're at Ahsoka falling over the edge. And you know what I think? I think it's a little funny that this episode is called Fallen Jedi. Yeah, I didn't know if it meant Balin or if it meant physically Ahsoka falling over (laughs) the edge. She's no Jedi. But they call Balin calls them both Jedi in the in episode three. But she would never consider herself a Jedi. She left. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, Ahsoka, uh, sorry, Sabine has the option to destroy the map. She's got a, her blaster. It's aimed right at this thing. She's ready to, to to destroy it and melt it and smelt it so that no one can ever find Thrawn. Uh, but she decides that uh, finding Ezra is more important than anything, and she's willing to risk the galaxy. And she gives Balon the map, which allows them to put in all the coordinates they need to blast off into another galaxy. Meanwhile, your girl Hera is flying in the ghost with uh, uh, Carson Tiva racing towards this thing, going to try to stop it. Um, But I was afraid, like I was afraid Hera was going to die. Dude, it felt like that. Um, I was surprised to go that although the ghosts survived that hyperspace jump, but I guess because the thing had a big hole in the middle of it, that's how she survived it. She's able to fly through. Two of the X-Wings, they crash into one another because they get disabled. There's like an electromagnetic charge that goes off and everybody loses power for a brief moment and the two X-Wings collide and crash. Sabine takes off with Balon and Morgan Elsbeth and they fly off into another galaxy. We cut to Ahsoka who's just floating in water, 
which I, the transition was slick. I like the transition. It was an a lot. awesome transition, dude. Um, you see Ahsoka floating in space, and I knew it was going to happen. Oh. I even called out the line before he said it. Hey, Snips. Uh, I I missed that the first go around. I heard it, but you then, were crying, huh? You were crying because it was world between worlds, dude. I teared up. I don't know why I teared up when I saw Anakin. It was like, um, I got excited. It was an exciting moment to see that again. And then when I rewatched it, I heard Hey Snips, and I was like, oh shit. He yeah. said, it. Yeah, we're uh, Ahsoka was pulled into the world between worlds, or maybe it's some sort of manifestation of the force in her head. I think the world between worlds, as I've mentioned before, is a horrible <laughs> idea. And I and I'm not the only one. I think there's a lot of people online that I've seen, and this could just be bias on my part because I've only seen people saying the same things I have. It's a bad idea to open up the multiverse in Star Wars. Yeah. Um be- because 30 years from now, some some idiot author can be like, I'm gonna use this and go back and reset the whole thing, and Luke Skywalker never goes off and flies out into the universe because I'm going to pull Luke Skywalker and I'm going to pull him 50 years into the future. I think Dave Filoni may have a fail safe in the world between worlds. Um, And I've heard that you can only enter exit the way you enter. So you, you can't do, I don't know. I don't know how much damage you can do. I mean, obviously you could pull people in and mess things up. But Ahsoka was supposed to die and Ezra pulled her out. Same thing now. Ahsoka was supposed to die and Ezra was pulled her out. But not, um, the thing that really upsets me, and we were talking about this at the meetup with Anakin specifically, that Anakin somehow enters the world between worlds, maybe post-Darth Vader, to mess with Ahsoka. Like That just doesn't make sense. The dude is busy trying to take over the galaxy. It's not like he's going to be like, Oh, oh, time out, time out, time out, time out. Time, guys, uh, Sheev, I just need to take a moment. <laughs> I'll be back in maybe like 30 or so, bro. I need to go into the world between worlds and go find my own snips, my own my own uh, Padawan, you know? And like, I don't know, I've settled into the Southern California <laughs> accent, but we're just going to go with it. I need to go get snips, you know, bro, and like teach her a little bit of the, the saber technique and like really school her. And then I'll come back, bro. Is that all right? I'll just take 30. I think if he told that to to Palpatine, Palpatine would be pissed because Palpatine wants the world yeah. between. Hey, unless unless that's how Palpatine learns about the world between worlds, because Anakin enters it. No, he knew about that because of Rebels. Oh, I guess Rebels is post Revenge. Rebels of the Sith. is post Revenge of the Sith. Anakin never knew about it. I do think that this is Anakin in the Living Force, and I do think that she's mentally in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Anakin's going to teach her a lesson that she needs to learn because she was never finished as a Jedi. So Anakin, as a member of the Force, will be like, hey, Snips, you need to do this, or you need to learn this, or you need to accept that you might not be able to change the future, whatever the case may be, and just go with it and, mm-hmm. and trust the Force. Uh, I'm curious because people, I think it's Darth Vader. Or I because people they played the Darth Vader theme at the end, and people are looking at his lightsaber, going, "That's not Anakin's lightsaber." No, because at this point in the whole thing, Anakin is like I don't I don't see Filoni going back on what George did. 
the -hmm. redemption of Anakin Skywalker. That was the whole point of the whole first two trilogies. Anakin falling to the dark side, and it can be redeemed. And for Mm -hmm. Filoni to be like, well, he was redeemed, but now he's back in the dark side. It just undoes everything George Lucas does, his mentor. And I don't see Filoni doing that. I I think it I think it's Anakin from the past. I don't think it's current day Anakin. I think somehow he found the world between worlds. I don't, I don't know, but you know what? It doesn't matter because we thought about all, every time we think about all this crap and we spend months and months or hours and hours thinking about it, it changes and it's totally, nobody was right. Yes. Like with Merrick. And that brings me hope that it's not Darth Vader that was pulled into this. I do think Anakin might be like, you couldn't have saved me Ahsoka. So don't carry the guilt because in a couple episodes we, we saw, um, there was a line that I, I remember. I forget the line, but you could tell that Ahsoka is still like gripping with the fact that she chose to leave the order and Anakin fell. Right. And and we felt like maybe she felt like that was her fault. So this might be Anakin coming back saying, no matter what you did, if you had became part of the order and became a Jedi, this is how it would play out. I would still fall to the um to the dark side. Right. And and if that happened, I would have killed you. And now you wouldn't be here today fighting Thrawn. Yeah. Which they need. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, and then there's another theory that they're gonna have the they're gonna have the thing, and he's the son, as in the in the Mordok theory, and Ahsoka's gonna become the daughter, and she's gonna come out Ahsoka the White. And like I have can like see the, the Ahsoka and have like superpowers. I could see Ahsoka the White coming out because, you know, Floney's introduced that idea. Right. So at the end, maybe there's some sort of understanding. And and if you go back to Lord of Rings, where this came from, you know, as, um, Gandalf yeah. dies, is yeah. Gandalf the Great. He comes back as Sar- uh, Sauron, sorry. What Sauron should have been, Saruman, sorry. He becomes Gandalf the White. So pulling in that same thing, possibly Ahsoka steps out as Ahsoka the White. Sure. Right. It's the other part that I just don't, I'm not on board with the, the whole Mortis thing because uh, Filoni has to remember, and I'm sure he's smart enough to know this. You can't go that far off into the deep end mm. because you're not going to leave. You you know, the people who watch the Clone Wars is a smaller um, demographic than the people watching Ahsoka and the Mandalorian. Right. Sure. You can fold in some of those ideas, but you can't fold in something as deep as the Mortis trilogy. Yeah, because I even have to go back and rewatch it because I've only seen it once. And, and I, I just, don't 100% understand it. You don't want to set a, an episode in the middle of your show where people are just like, "What? what's going on? Who's this? What? I don't, that's it, I'm out. You know, people right. will just throw their hands up. You don't want that. You want to keep them involved. Mm-hmm. You're I right. I have a lot of feelings. I, I know you have a lot of feelings. And and I I think it's more that... I don't know. I don't believe it's a force ghost. I think it's, it may be past Anakin that he's somehow made it into the world between worlds. I know it pisses you off. I see you shaking your head. No. (laughs) Um, Liar. And and, and truthfully, I love messing with you with the world between worlds because it's such a hot button for you that I can just say world between worlds and and steam. Shut up. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You like hit a switch and you're like, I don't care a word you say. F you, Glenn. You're wrong. I hate the world between worlds. You're just a duty head. (laughs) 
that's basically what I get out of you when the world between worlds comes up. And it's, it's the only time I ever see you aggravated is when the world between worlds come up. So I bring it up a lot just to get you aggravated because it's fun. It's, um, I said this in chat. I think it's, it's worth uh, repeating here. Yes. My problem with world between worlds is that I feel like star Wars is elevated. It's above all of their content. Yes. I'm biased. Yes. I love star Wars. Um, I do think Star Wars should be more of a once in a three years kind of thing mm-hmm. because it's special. It's not a comic book. Right. When you start introducing comic booky ideas like World Between the Worlds, where World Between Worlds, where you've got your multiverse stuff, that's that's comic book. That to me degrades Star Wars to a level where I just don't think it needs to go. I am going to give you this though. I did watch The Flash a couple of weeks ago, the Flash movie. Yeah. With the, where they mess with all this and introduce the uh, multiverse into yep. DC. And when, um, shoot, what's his name? Uh, George Clooney right. shows up as Batman. Yes. I'm like, what the? But that that was kind of like, oh, now I get it, Jason. But you yes, know what? Like... I really enjoyed seeing Michael Keaton as Batman again. Yeah. I really I mean, enjoyed that. That was my Batman, dude. Was it though? Well, that's the Batman we grew up. That's the Batman I grew up with. Was that it, '90s Batman? It was, but was it though? Like it, it just—it didn't seem like that. I felt like it was a multiverse of that Batman. Believe it or not, of the '90s Batman. Yeah, I didn't. I felt like it was another alternate reality of that Michael Keaton. Batman. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't the one we grew up with. It, but it was going. It, it was, was but it to, wasn't. Right. It was, but it was not our unit. It wasn't our multiverse. It was a different version of it, but it was like the closest thing we'll ever get to having that yes. Batman back. Yeah. Which made that movie fun for me. Because I was it like, was dude, fun. I re- dude, that movie was the shit when it came out in the 90s. Oh, Batman 89. Yes. Yeah. 89. That a, yeah. That was like the Star Wars of its time. That mm-hmm. That's the start of the superhero craze. Right. Um, But the, the Michael Keaton in that Flash movie was a little too, something was off. He would, he was done being Batman at that time. I I blame more of the set direction because Tim Burton was so visual and so gothic and so mm-hmm. extreme, maybe with the visuals, with the the buildings being so high, and then you cut to this more stark reality, grounded version of it, and it's just for me, I was just like that feels like Batman, but I'm not sure that's the Batman. Yeah, that I knew. Well, the thing was, is they had it had all the right cars, it had all the right vehicles, it had all the right music. You know what I mean? It was as close to the '89 Batman as we were going to get in 2023. We saw the car, but they didn't use it. Yeah, but and the Batwing, Batwing wasn't exactly the same Batwing. It was close, but it wasn't. It was like an upgraded version. Okay, but it still did. I was waiting for it to go in the moon, and it didn't go in the moon. That would have been awesome if it had done that. But it does answer the question. Batman, Batman Returns, and then you go Batman Forever and Batman Robin. Is Batman Forever and Batman Robin sequels to Batman and Batman Returns? No, according to this movie. Right. Because there was a physical change in Batman to the point where the Flash noticed Mm -hmm. George Clooney was different. Right. Which means that they are not sequels of each other. Answering a 20-year-old question. Is it 20 years already? Probably. Longer than It's 30 since 89. 30 years. 30-year-old question, are the sequels? The answer is no. They're different Batmans. Wow. That's... (laughs) I just discovered that right now talking to you. (laughs) 
that is a question I've had. Like, right. You know, Val Kilmer took over the role. Is is he continuing the George Clooney tradition, or is this a whole new thing? And it, right. the answer is, it's a whole new thing. Yeah. There you go. Or it was just a way because uh, Ben Affleck was done playing Batman, and they needed to bring George Clooney back into it. But he brought it right at the end. Like he he was Batman right there at the end. Right. It was Bruce Wayne and he was Batman. He brought his A game and then it was like, nope, we don't need you anymore. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Damn. But there's a lot of problems with that Flash movie. But anyways, uh, this is why we shouldn't have World Between Worlds. <laughs> but you know, all right. Yeah. In conclusion, in World conclusion. Between Worlds is dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious where they're going to go, dude. I'm... I really... <sighs> Dude, next episode with them showing it in theaters, something big is going to happen. I think just Anakin being there is, is big enough. Uh, though we already had an oh crap moment. That was the oh crap moment. There's not another oh crap moment. The only other oh crap moment is Thrawn showing up. And for them, they're going to do that in a theater full of people. It's it's quite possible that Thrawn will show up in the next episode. I, I truthfully, I mean, it, it, that that was one hell of a spaceship if they could make that jump in a, in an episode. I like the art direction of that. It felt very um, Art Deco. Right. It felt like like uh, Flash steampunk. Gordon-y. Yeah. Flash Gordon steampunk. Yeah. That, I like that a lot in that ship. Yeah, that was a cool ship. And their Thrawn go is in that ship because there are pictures of Thrawn in that ship. Yes. Yeah, we see in the trailer him walking on that ship. Yeah, so I, I there's gonna if, if they make it to Thrawn the next episode, there's got to be a time jump because there's no way they can make it in quote unquote episode in one episode. But maybe stuff's gonna happen. I don't know. I maybe we'll see Thrawn at the end of the next episode. Uh, but I think there's. I was talking about this today. I think there's three the three scenarios that we're gonna see in till the till the last for the next few episodes. You gotta see Hera dealing with everything that just happened and trying to figure out where Ahsoka is. Um then you got them finding Thrawn, and then you got World Between Worlds. So that's the three things we're gonna see the next few episodes. And then they're gonna all come together at the end. And either they're gonna set up a battle for season two. Our Mandalorian season four. And then we'll go from there. And skeleton crew. Skeleton them. crew. We don't know. Uh, I also heard a theory that oh. if Hera needs Purgles, who else can who else communicates with animals besides Ezra Bridger? Hold on, don't spoil it. You're thinking too hard. I am. Uh, is it Jason? A little, uh, 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 he is green. Uh, Yoda? Smaller. Smaller. Smaller than Yoda. Yes. Uh, Grogu? Yes. That's a way. Oh, to so get... it's going to be a back to the future moment. There's only one person who can help me. <laughs> there's a way that, there's the a way that, <laughs> do the hand thing, baby. Uh, I mean, there's a way that they can bring Mandalorian. That's a way they can bring Mandalorian and Grogu into this because it is in the same or hell. So, but at that point, when that was, would anybody else besides Ahsoka know that uh, Grogu is with Luke? Because I think, I mean, he was with Luke for about two years. Does this happen when he's with Luke or when he's with Mandalorian? Yeah, I it's think we've with- all moved on. 
I think this is all happening around the same time. So I think season three of The Mandalorian happens before this. Okay. And I think season one of Ahsoka will end with The Mandalorian going, this is the way to another <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> and then they'll take off, and that's the last we'll see of them. Yeah. Um. Are we good? I think we're good. And then we can also see Hondo. Adaka. Hello, my friend. Hello, How my are friend. You? It's good I, to be back. They could be because Hera brings in Hondo. He, she can bring in Zeb. She brings in Hondo at the end of Rebels. Right. She can bring Zeb back. Man, we're there. Here we devolve into the part where Glenn throws her, his wish list out there of who appears in Ahsoka from Rebels. Go bring ahead. Them all I'll back. Just, just bring them all back. Lando Calrissian, Visago, Jabba the Hutt. Jabba, well, that says wrong. Jabba the Hutt's going to be in it anyway. Can we get that ugly version of Yoda back? Yes. The Why one not? that looks nothing like Yoda. Right. That was some shade. Yes, it was. Hey, do you, <laughs> well, here's here's just speaking of Yoda, like, because Dave Filoni also, I was watching something with him, and he said the world between worlds has been in Rebels since season one. We just never saw it. We never, we never realized it. Because, like, there's a part where he's talking to Yoda. That's in the world between worlds. There's something where else that happens. Like, um... Gosh, I, I but anytime that they're talking to a force ghost, it's in the world between worlds. Hello, force <laughs> ghost, Anakin. Like you just answered the damn question right oh, there. My God. Anyways, moving on. It is God Anakin. bled it. Son of a gun. I just want to thank uh Doke Boy Fresh for the review on iTunes. I think that's Skylar if I'm putting two and two together, but I'm no uh Sherlock. So whoever that is, thank you. I also want to say it's funny how Facebook groups have a 48-hour ban on spoilers and Disney's posting them 12 hours yes. later. Yes, that is funny. I think yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, don't don't share anything, don't share anything. And then the next hour you've got a photo of like Anakin Skywalker back with Ahsoka. It's, like, <laughs> it's oh. literally like noon the next day. Here's a here's the poster. Here's the pro here's the, all the posters, and there's Anakin, and you're like, son of a gun. Thanks, Lu- Lucasfilm. Well, we did part it, put it out at 10 o'clock at 9 o'clock at night, so you have time to watch it. So I will be reading the closing here as Anakin Skywalker from Revenge of the Sith. Thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could, please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to your podcast, if it's allowed. really helps us out, bro. Uh, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. <laughs> Send us an email or message us. We'd love feedback. We'd love to make you part of the show. Our email get, uh, address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. And thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the Smugglers Galaxy music. It's some bitchin' tunes, brah. Uh, people collect for the love of it. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way, bro. Dude, this is the way. I feel like we need to pull out our Bill and Ted song. <laughs>